What's up, everybody? Today, I'm excited to announce my guest. He's a UAB defensive tackle, a CUSA honorable mention recipient, and the former number two JUCO defensive tackle prospect in the entire country. Tony Fair, what's up, my guy? Hey, how's it going, man? I'm just chilling. I'm chilling. I'm happy that you were able to get on the show today. And uh, we've been talking for a few weeks, but, uh, you know, I obviously went through a big move. And then uh, happy to get you on. Man, I know I'm happy to be on here with you. I appreciate it. So, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about your hometown of South Bend, Indiana, and uh, what makes it so special and unique? Um, really, is everything to me. Um, basically, but my whole family, we all grew up here, raised here and everything. Uh, and, shoot, this is where I finished my schooling got for high school. It uh, would allow me to go on to the next level. Yeah, for sure. For those of you who aren't watching the YouTube version, my man's wearing an Indiana Pacers shirt. NBA just announced they're coming back. Did you see that? The NBA just announced they're coming back. Uh, July 31st, I think it was. I heard that. Um, and, shoot, I think the NCAA is doing the same thing. They're uh, starting to bring athletes in so we can start training to get ready for the season. Good, good. That's what's up. We need we need football, man. Shit. <laughs> Who are you telling, man? You know, when you play football for so long, man, you just – you get used to hitting somebody on the field, and it's like when you don't got that to feel it, then it's just weird. Yeah. For sure. Um, so you originally committed to Indiana State out of high school. You went there as a freshman, as a true freshman in 2015. Uh, what led to your decision to go to Indiana State? Uh, what led me to go there? So, man, it's, it's a few things. So uh, coming out of high school, you know, I wasn't the best in classes and stuff, but um, I ended up getting the stuff done. Um, I had IU coming out of high school, but just still my grades weren't where they needed to be to go to that Big Ten level. So I ended up you know, settling for Indiana State, um, morally because I didn't know about the junior college route. Um, coming out of high school, our coaches, I don't even think they knew that much about JUCO. But when I learned about it, yeah, they didn't tell us that if you were good, you were going to get out. <laughs> they just said it was going to be extremely hard to get out of junior college. So that's what drove me to go to Indiana State straight out. I think a lot of people's – kind of perception on JUCO is like what they saw in Last Chance U. Is that accurate or is that just kind of East Mississippi? That's them. That's a lot of JUCOs. If you want to win, the coach is crazy like that. You know, uh, me, I, I went to Arizona after uh, being at Indiana State and I played for uh, Pima Community College. And my coach was, yeah, he was, he was crazy. <laughs> the, man, the man was a hard ass he made it he made it happen though but I loved him though you know he pushed us to our limits and he made sure we didn't do nothing more than like we were able to do but he did push us all the way until we were done yeah man and uh so you know following your true freshman season at Indiana State you suffered an injury can you kind of go over what that injury was and uh um a lot of people don't realize that like it was career threatening man like you thought about yes. just hanging up the cleats so can you go into like your thought process and everything yeah, so um, basically, um, it was you know you know the freshman year when you go into college, um, it's really hard because it's life changing. Um, people don't know, but when you go to practice, you're there and you're with the football team all day long. You know, so you go from waking up at six a.m. because I got there for camp. You wake up at six a.m. You go eat breakfast, then you get ready for workouts, then you got running conditioning after that, then you got more meetings, and it's like. That was my freshman year. So I was not prepared for all of that that they laid on me coming straight out of high school because we didn't do nothing like that in high school. So um, anyways, as the season went on, I found out I was red shirting. Um, I just kept practicing, getting better and better. 
then I ended up getting a concussion towards the end of the season while I was practicing. Um, so they sat me out for a few weeks, but the concussion didn't go away. Um, and it just, it just lingered on me and stuff. And then, you know, with me being a freshman too, honestly, I let it go on a little bit more because I was just like, I'm not playing anyway, so I get a little more rest, you know. Um, but anyway, the uh, doctor and stuff, they just said when I, when I was trying to come back, I started coming back working out with the team and everything. The doctor just said he didn't want me to get any more concussions. And he was ba- he basically did. He suspended or expelled. He's not suspended or expelled me from any NCAA sports or activities of being able to play again. So when that happened, uh, not gonna lie, I had, I had cut some tears and stuff, broke down, broke down crying about that because you know it's it's different when it's taken away from you from when you just you know you can get back to it. Um, so yeah, I was, shoot, I was hurt for a while about that, and I ended up gaining. Shoot, I gained some weight because I thought it was really over with. Um, but then my brother Hockey Woods, that was at Indiana State with me, uh, he left. <clears throat> he left that same year that I, they told me I couldn't play anymore. And he went down to Arizona uh, at the Pima Community College. Um, and, you know, he gave me a call. It was just like, man, if you still want to play football, let's try the junior college route because, I mean, you're not doing nothing there no more. But, you know, they had me on full scholarship to be a manager. And I was like, man, you know, you're right. If I still want to play, I might as well go ahead and do it. So I ended up putting my stuff in. I stayed. So after I got injured with the concussion, I stayed there for a whole year at Indiana State, just being a manager. They had me on, on scholarship to be a manager. Um, and I tried to talk to the coaches to get me back on the roster or whatever and try and get me clear, but nobody nobody wanted to clear me. So, yeah, we uh, I ended up taking the JUCO route, and Coach Monaco up in Arizona for uh, Pima Community College, he uh, brought me on and uh, gave me as much as he could. So, I, you know, in junior college, you can't get a full scholarship, but they give you, like, as much as they can to help you out to get there. So that's what uh, ended up happening. And then, I, yeah, I transferred out there. Yeah. As a guy who's had uh, five or six concussions myself, I don't remember, all from high school ball, and then I had <laughs> one in semi-pro. Uh, Man. Those things ain't no joke, bro. <laughs> yeah. They, you got you get a little headaches, and then, like, light bothers you sometimes and stuff. And, you know, that's what that's what I had before. But then it, it went away. I'm, I've been 100% good ever since. Um, and it's crazy because, you know, everybody's seen that white light when they get hit. In the football, you know, you seen it, it hits. It's a quick stars, play. boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've, I've seen it before, but um, you know, I've never, never had a concussion like I did there. But I really think it was, it wasn't even like a concussion. I feel like I just was getting headaches because I was not used to banging like that on a regular. You know, that that's college level stuff, and I wasn't used to any of that. But as the years went on, it's just I ended up getting used to it, and I don't even get that stuff anymore. I actually, I'm excited to go hit somebody <laughs> for sure. But uh, after your tenure at Indiana State, like you were mentioned, you uh, went to the JUCO route. And, uh, bro, these stats are insane, so I'm going to read them off real quick. 146 <laughs> – this is in two seasons, everybody. 146 tackles as a defensive tackle, by the way. 146 tackles, 10.5 TFLs, three sacks. And then uh, on the UAB website, it said you had 25 tackles in a game. Is that accurate? <laughs> on the UAB website? Yeah. Um, was it for junior college? Yeah. Yeah. Damn, um, bro, 25. When, <laughs> when I tell you, man, I was hungry. Like, I was hungry to get back to this level, this D1 level, because I'm, I'm, I wasn't where I'm supposed to be. I have, I still not work. You know, I'm trying to get back to where I'm supposed to be. So, you know, after I got, like I was telling you, when I got the concussion, um, I gained a lot of weight, like 50 pounds, man. It was stress weight. I was hurt. 
and I've been stuck at that 350 range ever since. But you know, man, I've been been working to get it right. But yeah, I was hungry. <laughs> I had to Bro. make it happen. How the fuck do you get 25 tackles in one game as a D? How t- how fucking like skinny was the dude in front of you, bro? Cause man, like, man, I'm telling, no. <laughs> Look, bro, those guys are they're fucking huge, man. They're they're huge. They um uh, like uh, the, the Arizona conference that I was in, we had a bunch of six five, six six O linemen that we were going against, and you know they weren't the best, but they were really good. You know, a lot of them went on to play Big Ten and and the uh, Pac-12 and all of that. Some of the, a lot of those old linemen did. Um, so it was just – it was a doggy dog, man. Who's going to be the bigger dog? And I knew I was more hungry for everything, so I had to make this shit happen. Yes, sir. Anyways, that 25-tackle game came against Scottsdale College. How much interest was there in you? And I'm sure there was a ton after your tenure there. After, man. Uh, so first school that came at me was UAB, Coach Tatum. Uh, that was the first guy that came and approached me and offered me a scholarship to come play for him. Um, after that, uh, during the summer or springtime, I had USC come, and they offered me on the spot. But I just didn't have all the grades to get out of junior college. So, you know, they were like, we're USC. We can get another you if you're not going to be raising some at the end of this year. So that's what ended up happening with USC. They dropped off. And then IU came during the summer, and then so did Nebraska. And they both came with the same offer, but they gave me more time. They gave me until that next December coming up. Um, and then along with that, oh gosh, it was a lot. I had Kyle. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've talked to a lot of coaches, man. <laughs> but yeah, they just they just start piling in after that. Yeah, and it was it was just like a, a whole dream come true and stuff with everything that was going on. For sure, and I think a lot of people, and we'll we'll touch on it a little bit later when I ask you to give some advice to these young high school athletes. But a lot of people don't realize that like grades are a huge deal. Like a lot of people think that like if you have the talent, like, you're just automatically going to get to go. But, like, that's not um, always the case. No, 100% not. <laughs> if you don't have at least a decent enough grades to make it to that next level, they're not going to take you because you got to be able to manage that while you're at college. And if right. you can't manage that, then they're wasting investments on you. Exactly. Everybody, you got to remember, even though you're a great athlete, it's an investment. It's all about money at the end of the day. So if you're not going to be able to hold your end of the bargain, they're not going to take you. Exactly. That's another thing I want to touch on real quick, just because it just came to my mind. So the NCAA just passed a new rule where you are allowed to make money on your own likeness. What's your thoughts about that? Uh, I think it's it's a start. It's a start in the right direction. Uh, you know, there's still a lot more things that I feel like needs to be put in for uh, athletes and stuff that's on full scholarships because this is a full-time job. So that means we need to be getting full-time paid on my, on my like how I believe. Right. You know, um, especially for the guys that are on scholarship and stuff, the ones that are being invested in, I feel like you need to invest more into us because at the end of the day, if I get hurt or something, it's still the next man up. Exactly. And that's it. And I don't have anything to fall back on, you know, besides the schooling that they're going to allow me to finish. But, you know, like even even if I get my degree in something high, it's still not a guaranteed I'm going to get a job for that degree. Right. You know, so it's still like I feel like they need to put a little bit more money into the athletes' pockets because of all the time we're putting into this and we don't have any fallback plans after that for the most part because you know it's not guaranteed but if you have some money that's guaranteed you can make something happen with some money 100 percent, and that's a lot that's like another key thing that a lot of people don't realize like you that you're there like you mentioned earlier 6 a.m to like the end of the day dog and then you got to balance schoolwork and everything else and then not mm-hmm. only that but then like 
just the fact that like you're putting it all out there like you could argue that you're competing more at the college football level than guys in the nfl do simply because they're getting their bag and you're trying to earn (laughs) your bag you know what i mean most definitely man uh so i have i have a buddy of mine anthony rush that played for uab last year or two years ago two years ago and you know he's he's told me that they're getting money and they they don't even be at practice all day long besides during camp they're not there all day long like we are and they're getting paid to do it so it's like that's what i'm trying to get to is that next level for sure we got to get him on the show too man hook me up yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I can get something happen for you man i'll make it happen bet, bet, bet. but uh so your junior year this past season at uab a uh, huge season for you uh your first full d1 season healthy mm-hmm. um I love to see that, you know, a nice comeback story. You racked up 36 tackles, five TFLs, one sack, two forced fumbles. Your contributions helped UAB finish eighth in total defense nationally and then uh, helped you guys win the CUSA West Division in 2019. How do you build off a major season like that and carry the same dominance into 2020? So we have the same defense coming back this year besides a couple guys that left that were starters. There's only two guys I think that left our starting lineup. People are in for it this year. I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> we added a lot to our arsenal. We picked up some guys here and there, and uh, they're going to be a great contribution to the team. Um, and, you know, we all hold each other to a standard. So we we made it, what, eight last year for top defense? Yep. Yeah, we aimed for top five this year. So you, you just only imagine how hard we're going to train this season because it was like some stuff that we lacked on last year that we could fix this year, and that's what we're going to be focused on this year, especially since we got the same guys coming back. So it's not like you got to reteach things to new players. We're all the same people. And if you're going to play, you're going to fall in line with us. Yeah. I had uh, Will Dawkins on the show, actually, as he was gearing up for the NFL draft. And, yeah, he Mm -hmm. mentioned that – actually, I talked to him a little bit after the show, and he mentioned you're a dog, obviously, and uh, Mm -hmm. that there's definitely high hopes for you guys in the future, not just that season. So I am definitely excited to tune in and uh, see what, you know, top three – yeah, let's go top, top three. three. Yeah, 100%, <laughs> man. Uh, you know, um, after losing uh, Garrett Marino, uh, my buddy on the D-line with me, uh, I got some shoes to fill. It's not going to be too big but because I, I can fill them. I know I can. So that's why I'm working on my weight right now and everything to get down so I can be more explosive when I'm on the field. Because if we need an explosive player that's on that field on that D-line. So I'm going to make sure I get that right so then we can make it even higher this year. Because, you know, a little bit – I put it on me a little bit because it was still more I could have done last year if I wasn't holding on to so much weight, you know. So, um, yeah, it's, that's going to be a part of us getting into that top five range of the best defense in the nation. For sure. And you've been defying the odds, bro. I got faith in you. Uh, who's the best player you've ever played with and played against? Played with? And against. Uh, Gary Marino. <laughs> yeah. That's the best player i ever played next to uh, so far. Um Played against. At any level. At any level. I was going to say it. It's, it's not. <laughs> it wasn't Tennessee. <laughs> 100% it wasn't them. Um, man. Best player I've played against. It's crazy. I can't even remember his name. It was a – I think he actually played for Scottsdale. Uh, and he was the center, the starting center. And he went on to play for FAU. Uh, the guy is. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember his name, man. He gave. He gave me troubles though, man. He uh, every play he had talked some mess, and then we'll get lined up, and then him and a couple more of his buddies come double team me and triple team. He was just, like getting into my head, trying to mess with me. And it, it did work. I give him that. It worked out. Uh, but 
Yeah, it was it was a, a junior college game, and yeah, he, he was a starting center or whatever. He plays for FAU now. That's I think that was one of my hardest uh, competitors right there. Nice. Um, give us your favorite college football memory. I know you have quite a few of them, um, and then kind of just take us into what like a a typical maybe a college practice day is like, and then a game day. Just like give us some okay. insight for the young athletes tuning in, so they really know what they're signing up for at the next level. Okay. Okay. Well, shoot, I would say my favorite college thing that I've done was go to the New Orleans Bowl. That was amazing. You know, they treat you like royalty when you're there. Um, it makes sure you're safe, you got money, and you get to you get to go out, and then you got to come back, and we got to train and stuff. And then, you know, it's amazing to be able to play in that Superdome. The Mercedes-Benz dome, that thing is incredible. Yeah, I'm a big Saints um, fan, so. So, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the best part about uh, doing all that work is you get to play and stuff like that, get a good fan base and stuff. And it, it was just, you know, it was, it was nice. It was a good, good little boost of energy. Um, but then for a typical day of practice, uh, so I don't know if I should start with camp or just regular season or Whatever, off man. season. So let me tell you, because most, most players come in and start during camp. Camp is going to be the hardest thing you ever do uh, just because it's so time consuming and you're not used to using all of your energy into that. Um, so most, like, for, my, for the colleges I've been to so far, it's that 6 a.m. thing where you're up there by 6 a.m. They give you some food. You get ready for meetings, and you're getting dressed. So you're getting dressed and getting food at the same time, getting taped up and everything. Then you have meetings for, like, the next two hours. So now it's around, like, probably around, like, 9. After about, like, 9 to 10, you're going to get ready, go outside, and get started practicing. And that's just pre-practice. So you got your pre-practice going on, and that's with your individual groups. And then you move on to the regular practice, and that's still, like, an hour, hour into it. So, well, you, get, you just got to, man, everybody, you got to be ready to, to be at a bang all day long because it's not going to stop. Um, they're trying to see who has the best mental toughness and who's going to be able to come through for them when the uh, game's on the line. And that's what the whole buildup is about. So during camp, it's going to be hell. It's, it's, it's going to be hard to get through. But if you really want to do it, you're going to do it. You know, if you really have dreams of making it to that next level and stuff, you're going to push through it because it's only going to make you stronger in the end. Um, what's, the, what's the atmosphere like on a game day? On a game day? Man, um, shoot, your heart pumping. You're excited. It's like you're excited, nervous. You don't really know what to expect. But – all you can know is you can rely on the training that you've done. And if you really train your ass off, you're going to make something happen when you get on that field. And the other guy across from you doesn't matter. Me personally, I've started looking uh, motherfuckers in their eyes and see what they're really about when I get on that field. You know, it's, um, it's, it's a doggy dog. And, and if the other dude ain't no dog like I am, I'm going to kill him. You feel me on that field? I'm going to tear him up. I'm terrorizing Because my whole goal is to get back there and get that damn quarterback or whoever has the ball. So, at the end of the day, no man in front of me is, is bothering me. But for, like, for your first games and stuff, when you get in, it is a little nervous and stuff because you got the fans screaming and you don't want to mess up. My advice for that is don't go in there even worried about what, what if you don't mess up or not because everybody's going to mess up when you're out there on that field. It happens. It's natural. You're not going to be perfect when you get out there. All you got to do is do what you do and do what you came there to do. The coaches recruited you for a reason to be out there and it's because they believe in you. So you got to believe in yourself. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so who gets you fired up on their pregame playlist, my guy, to uh, get you out there and just dominate? Man, us, I don't know if you guys. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know if you know about uh, – I think he's he's probably just popping out. Uh, T.L.E. Cinco, uh, 
he's up. He's an Alabama rapper, uh, Rip man. Hey, he got he got some good music out. You gotta go check him out. And then we got Drake, along with some Future, and yeah, the rest of it shoot. It's whatever. Come on, they put on some Young Thug when we in the locker room. And yeah, that's true. That's about it right there. There you go. You know, Drake the main man though. That yeah, he get he got he got a hit for for every type of mood you in. Bro, he does. he got not just one. He got like <laughs> five or six hits. Yeah, it's movie. crazy. For every mood you in, he got the hit for you. Bro, everything. Who do you try to model your play style after? Like any NFL guys in particular? And then do you obviously? I think we talked about this a little bit earlier, but do you strive to play in the NFL after college? Oh, a hundred percent. <laughs> that's not that's not a question. Yeah. Um, especially after dominating Tennessee like that. That's why I was so I'm not mad on my UAB at all. I'm not mad at all. I love it. Love everything about it. It's just that, you know, I wanted to play on that level, like Tennessee type level, just so I could embarrass those guys and look even better, you know. Because I'm going against conference USA athletes and those aren't the top tier athletes, but they're good. You know, but they're not that that Alabama and all of that stuff that I would prefer to go against. Yeah. But um, you know, um, uh, yeah, I don't, shoot, I don't know. <laughs> what um, what what else did you ask me? I got answer that too. <laughs> I said, who do you try to model your uh, play style after? Like, which NFL guys do you try to play like? Aaron Donald, Vince, Vince Wilford, mixed. That's literally what I was thinking, bro. When I was watching your highlights, I was like, damn, I see a lot of Vince Wilford. <laughs> yeah, big big guy in the middle that can handle it, and I'm trying to get that speed right so then I can get that Aaron Dotto mix in there. Yeah, for sure, bro. And you have all the tools that, to do it, bro. That, that's why I got dropped this weight. You know, they say Aaron Donald's the best. So I don't know about that. I just ain't made it right, so I got to get all yeah. the way right. You know, I'll be right up there with him. Bro, it's, it, a it's not hard. <laughs> it's a mindset. Good shit. Um What's your best trait you think you have that you'd be able to bring to an NFL team? To an NFL team? Um, off the rip, um, you already know the athletic ability. Uh, that's that's 100%. Um, but just my basic football knowledge when I'm on the field, like I can read and see things and figure it out before it even happens, you know. So, you know, every play is like about, what, three, four, five seconds long? Um, Something like that. I'm, a, I'm able to read that whole play and figure out where that ball is going before it even starts to happen. So I'm good with that. My visual of the field, I see everything. So I'm it's man, there's so much going on. But yeah, that's those are some things I could bring to the uh, NFL level. Yeah, I have I have a few uh, coaches and scouts and whatnot who tune in to uh, my show. And uh, yeah, man, I think one thing I read about you and that I can obviously tell just from talking to you, bro, is that you're just hella outgoing. Like, like your teammates always were like Tony, always smiling, bro. Like. <laughs> bro, and you're just so positive, like you're gonna transition well to the next level, my guy. Um, Thank you, man. What's your yeah, this, uh, you know, really is pretty much whatever NFL team asks me to do, I could do that and more. It's, it's simple, you yeah. know. I've been doing it so long since I was five years old. This is like it's, it's my second nature. Right. What's your uh, go-to gas station snack? Scouts are gonna decide whether they draft you or not off this question. Oh man, look, I'm gonna be honest with you. I ain't gonna lie to you. I love Reese's. Um, gotta hey. get the Reese's. Hey, look, Reese's be busting. <laughs> so, so Reese's, some uh, either some water or a Gatorade. Morely not Gator. I've been on some water. I've, I've been loving water right now. I don't know why water been tasting real good. <laughs> but yeah, I just, yeah, I just stopped Reese's drinking those energy drinks. I, was, drink. oh, yeah. I used to, bro. I used to, and then I just stopped drinking them. It's been like I'm going on like three weeks without one, and phew, I feel great. 
<laughs> you gotta stay away. You gotta get, you gotta get you some good water, man. Get some uh, good stuff Back. going in, man. That high quality H two O, my man. Bobby and how your day feeling great when you get done with it? Oh man. <laughs> Who is your uh, biggest inspiration? That's kind of just helped you out through your journey. You know that injury. Who's you, who'd you kind of lean on for support and advice? Uh, honestly, um, so you know my mom and uh, mom and dad was in it um a lot. They just you know they just told me things you know like I can make it. They just kept putting that in my head. If I really try, I'm gonna be able to do it. Um, but then who who helped keep me up? Just like I helped keep him up was my brother, though, Haki Woods, um, the man. Like, he just – every time we felt like we wanted to quit, he just kept on demanding more from me, and then I'd do the same back to him. So, you know, that, I guess that was part of my inspiration along with the guys I had to deal with around me, like my junior coaches, junior college coaches and stuff, and they were just telling me, like, you can make it. Just keep pushing and keep working. You know, because it's a long process. It's hard preparing for something so long in advance, and you don't know if it's going to really happen or not. So, yeah, you know, I would, I would give a lot of praise to my uh, brother, Haki, and then, you know, my mom and dad for keeping my head and letting me know that I can make it, you know. And, you know, um, more or less the coaches uh, back in my junior college because they never, you know, they never gave up on me when I was trying to make it to this level. Yeah, for sure. Um, one last question for you. I appreciate it. It's been kind of a longer podcast. But uh, any advice to the young athletes out there, the young high school guys, really who may not – like we kind of touched on it earlier – but who may not really truly understand what it takes to play at the division one level or really any level. And since you've played on multiple, just kind of give your feedback to them real quick. Um, I would tell you, if you really love it, put your all into it. Um, if you don't, it's not for you at all. It's time consuming and you won't, you won't have any space. Like, you know, I have a, I have a, a girlfriend and stuff. And it's just like, once I get there, I'm going to be busy. And she knows that, and I know that. And it's just, like, it's it's very time-consuming. So don't think those same relationships you had are going to work all day long because it's not. It's going to change. And once that changes, it's going to change the attitude on the field if you're not in the right spot with your head. So you just got to be focused. If you really want to do it, do it. Put everything into it. Yeah, for sure. Um, I appreciate your time today, Tony. Uh, make sure y'all go follow my guy on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram, it's at tfairbear, and then Twitter, it's at tfair underscore. So y'all make sure y'all go tune in and follow my guy. Big senior season coming yes, sir, up. Yes, sir. They know it's coming. Um, I'm letting y'all know now. I will be the number one D-tackle coming out of here after this season. There's nobody that can touch me. <laughs> it's, it's too simple now. You know, I've been working at this too long. First round NFL. So everybody got, everybody tune into the games. I'll check out UAB. Y'all know what we're doing, man. Blazer up. Yes, sir. Have a good one. I do too.